established program that's played uh, really, really well um, and has played really well over the past years, you know. Um, we kind of talked a, a little bit about, um, you know, that one was maybe kind of like the Goshen game where, uh, if you remember a year ago against St. Joe, we just got blown out of the water and kind of no-showed the game, and we thought our kids had a lot to prove, and um, and, and they did, and they, they went on the road and, and battled and uh, fought through a ton of adversity and ended up in making, uh, you know, they made that last play that we had to and, and got a huge win on the road against a good team who, uh, again, uh, has some has some real high level athletes on it, and and uh, probably likes their chances to to make a little run at their sectional. And and uh, again, for us, uh, it was a game that came down to executing at the end of the game, and we executed the final play. And uh, pretty, our, our kids were pretty excited and pretty happy about the win. Well, and the other part of it is, and I know Peyton and I were talking about it during the broadcast. If you go back to the Glenn game a year ago and compare it with this one on Tuesday, the ball pressure they had, and how far this team has come to the point where in a game like that where it's nip and tuck and you got the final shot, you guys look comfortable now in that yeah. environment. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, one of those things that, you know, I, I think we kind of um, – you know, kind of have, have solidified that and our kids feel feel good about what we do. They're just comfortable with what we do. Um, you know, kind of go back to the Northridge game when that was their, um, their, their little, um, you know, their, their game plan is to pressure, retrap, you do all that. We just handled it really, really well the whole night. Um, you know, against Warsaw, we did the same thing and it's, um, it's, it's, it's nice to see. It's something that we've worked a lot on, but you got to credit the kids, uh, just, just for their mentality. And, and again, I think it's just a comfort level of playing with each other, uh, do, uh, playing with, uh, playing within our system and, and, and knowing what we want to do. As we've said, we've seen just about any and everything that you can see, uh, at this point in, in time and our kids are comfortable with what we're going to run against whatever we're going to run. So, um, again, pretty happy with how we handled that ball pressure and again we've, we've really done a nice job attacking out of it and, and really scoring off of people's pressure you know the other thing too that you notice you had what four guys in double figures and that yeah. speaks to that's hard to, to to defend as you go forward yeah i mean when you got four or five i mean we think we got uh five or six guys that that could put up double figures at, at any time and it's nice when they click on the same time and the same night um, and, and to get those and it just makes it hard to take uh, certain people away and um, you know if they, if they focus on Easton then you got Michael or they focus on Michael then you got Caden if you got if, if they uh, sell out for our inside game then game then there's Davis and uh, then bring Preston or Kobe in to shoot and, and all those guys have, have shown that they're capable of, of scoring and and uh, and when we play play well the, the, the good thing is is uh, with all those guys who are scoring and, and Trey Hall is that they're all uh, none of them are selfish and they're all making the right plays and they're all making the right passes. Uh, to each other, which is why we can get multiple people with 10, 12, 14 points is because uh, they're all right giving up that bucket as long as we get the win, and that's what happened on Friday, uh, on on Tuesday.
Tuesday, and it's what's going to need to keep occurring if we're going to have some success uh, for the rest of the for the rest of this year. It's got to make you feel good too, because a month ago we were talking about who's going to score, and now you've got like four guys that are that are taking that up. I mean, once again, that, that's a long way to come in a short time. Yeah, and again, I think it's. I mean, you you just see some confidence, and and you know, we we we've said multiple times of. You know, we were we were uh, injury struck, and you know, really early, you were we were really, um, I guess, reliant on Davis and Easton, and then you know, Easton goes down for a while, and Davis reaggravates stuff, and uh, we had to figure some stuff out really quickly, and I think that there's been some emergence of you know, Michael Sheely's been kind of a steady guy in there for us. Uh, scoring and but but uh, it's really led to emergence of of uh, Cade Nellery and Preston Wolf who have gained some confidence. They've they've gained um, minutes and they've they've gained uh, confidence in what they're doing and and they see that they can score and they see that they can play at this at, at a high level and now uh, instead of uh, just a couple guys, it's 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 multiple people and it's made our team. Uh, you know, better and tougher, and like you said, it's something that we're going to have to sustain, and we're going to have to maintain the focus uh, in every game from here on out because everybody that we play is certainly going to be tough, and and it's certainly a big game for us, all of them. Well, it starts tonight, um, and once again, again this week, another team that's very similar to you guys, and it'll be a dogfight to come out of there with a win. <laughs> well, absolutely, and again, when you look at New Prairie. Um, you know they've kind of been up and down. If you looked at some of their scores uh, early, they've uh, you know they kind of struggled to get rolling. But uh, you know lately here they've been playing some pretty good basketball. They have uh, they they beat South Bend Clay the the other night and uh, or last Friday they played Michigan City uh, relatively tough um, uh, last week and uh, you know they came off a win. Um, earlier in February where they where they beat South Bend Adams so they have you know two two really really nice wins over two athletic teams um, here in the last uh, here in the last month and and, and they've uh, beaten some other guys uh, in there as well so I mean the big the big thing that with New Prairie and it's going to be one of the things we've said it multiple times that uh, hit shots cures a multitude of basketball sins and I'll tell you what; these guys can, uh, when they shoot the ball, they are really, really, really good. And uh, you know, they've they, they hit 13 threes against Adams in that win. They hit a whole bunch of them against South Bend Clay um, to to do that. They uh, hit a whole bunch of threes against Wheeler. I think six in the first quarter against Wheeler. So they're they're a group that uh, when they shoot the basketball well and get good open looks, they can really fill it up and really play it. And it starts with number five, Gavin Gonzalez. Uh, he's a senior. He was a shooter off the bench last year, and he uh, has moved into more of a starting role. And he's a forty percent three point shooter in the stats that we have, and he's almost eleven points a game. And you know, he's a kid who who has hit five threes in uh, three or four games that we've seen. So he's going to have to be somebody that we find and don't give him a look. Um, you know, uh, 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 Cole Staley. Uh, is another kid who's a big, stronger guard who averages uh, in the games that we have averages right around ten points, and, and he's actually shooting the ball. It doesn't look like he has a great shot, but it goes in, and uh, he's shooting about thirty-five percent from the threes in the games that we have. And uh, 
then they bring a Devin Kalecki off the bench. He averages almost eight points in one we see. He shoots 41% from the three-point line off the bench. So they have kids that can really fill it up. Uh, Trenton, uh, uh, I think it's uh, Clute. Um, he's he's their point guard. He makes things go. And what we have is he averages about five points a game in, in the games that we have. But a uh, really good free throw shooter against Clay. He had 25 points against them on uh, uh, last Friday and was 17-18 from the free throw line. So really ha- handles the ball and, and uh, did some stuff for them. And then the other thing about them is that they have some size. Um, Trent, uh, Trenton Platts is a 6'6 senior who plays inside. He likes to set some screens. Uh, they'll play a 6'7 sophomore Jaden Clemens. And then with a combination of number 23, Corbin Jonas, uh, who's a six-foot kid who plays kind of inside, but but uh, will do all the things. And then uh, uh, their other guy who contributes uh, quite a bit and has started some, has a familiar last name, and that's uh, Reese Lapsinski. Uh, his brother was kind of their leading scorer last year, and, and he's a six-foot junior and, and has played well for them in spurts, and it's another kid who can shoot. So... I mean, in the big, in the grand scheme of it, they they uh, uh, they have some kids who can really fill it up. They have some big. Uh, you could tell that they have a uh, a solid football program because they uh, <laughs> have some big boys that like to that can bat that can get offensive rebounds on those things, and uh, they like to be physical with you. So, um, you know, for us, we're going to have to really get back and guard, and we're going to have to defend the three point line. We're going to. You know, have to find number five. Uh, you know, if the Gonzalez kid gets open uh, and gets clean looks, man, he can really get rolling in a hurry. And uh, Kalicki, we've seen him hit two or three in a row, right? When he comes in, he's kind of their instant offense off the bench. So we're going to have to really guard and really have to play well. And, uh, you know, they run, they'll, they'll run a combination of man and zone a lot like a St. Joe has done. So really, it was a lot of the same. Um, a lot of the same uh, offensive game plan will be because they'll mix up a little bit. They won't pressure quite as much, but they'll drop into their zone, either a 3-2 or a 2-3, or they'll play some man, so they'll mix those things up. Uh, but uh, they really like to take away the bucket, really like to take away, uh, really like to take away the uh, paint area, and uh, that's going to be have to be a key area that we win tonight. Well, it's not going to be physical at all, is it? One could uh, one could uh, could see a, a, maybe a bump or two. You know, we'll, we'll see how it is. Again, it's uh, you know they're, they're they got they got some strong guards and they got some their post guys are are, are are big, but they got some you know they got some kids who their guards um, you know one and, and ten look like they are you know I I don't have their football scouting report or any of that, but I'm sure those guys are on there somewhere. And, I'm sure there's multiple of these guys that, uh, you know, they're, they're just a competitive group of, of kids. They they had a lot of success in football. They, you know, the state runners up in football and, and uh, you know, those kids have a lot of pride. And for many of them, basketball isn't probably their number one sport, but a couple of them it is. And uh, the rest of the kids are out there to compete and it's their last chance that they're getting to play at home. So we're really going to have to bring a high level of intensity to play with these guys, to match up with them. And, you know, uh, if we do that and if we play and if we run the stuff and if, if our kids are, are ready to play mentally and, and, and get there, I know they'll be there physically and 
uh, you know, we, we, if, if we do those things and do the things that we saw on Tuesday night, we'll have a fun night tonight. Well, let's have a fun interview after the game, too. So uh, get that W, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you later. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks, Rusty. Plymouth head basketball coach Joel Grindle. And don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Plymouth Pilgrim Basketball is on the air. Brought to you by First Federal Savings Bank. D.C. Garage Doors. Montgomery Well Drilling. Rochester Orthopedic. U.S. Granules, Go Alliance Propane, Coca-Cola, Master Tech, Bowman's Tin Shop, Bowen Printing, Oliver Ford Lincoln, Burke's Body Shop, and the IHSAA. Stay tuned, we'll go courtside right after this. Financing your home through First Federal Savings Bank is just the beginning of a long and friendly relationship. After your loan closes, First Federal will still be there to help you with any of your loan servicing needs. Lending specialist Gina Howell are ready to help you with your loan. When it's time to buy a home, finance it through First Federal Savings Bank at 2113 North Michigan Street in Plymouth or apply online at www.firstfederalsavingsbank.com. Borrowers must meet underwriting guidelines. A delivery fee will be applicable to the loan. FDIC insured. Equal housing lender. And welcome to New Prairie High School. I'm Rusty Nixon, joined by Peyton Skirvin. And it's Plymouth Basketball on WTCA. New Prairie, the opponent tonight. Let's run down the starting lineups for you first. For Plymouth, it'll be Trey Hall and Caden Ellery out there with Davis Ray, Easton Strain, and Michael Sheely. For New Prairie, it'll be Trenton Cloutet, Gavin Gonzalez, Cole Staley, Corbin Jonas, one of the Jonas brothers, I guess. Uh, and Trent Platts will be the other starter. We're about ready to go, and it's going to be Platts against Sheely for the opening tip-off. Let's do it. You got it. Just about to get underway here at New Prairie. And uh, we are started. Tip is going to go to New Prairie as Corbin Jonas comes down with it. And he'll give it up to uh, the point guard in the corner, Gonzalez. He's a shooter. Now Clute with it. Now over to uh, Staley. Gonzalez for three, in and out. Rebound knocked around, and a Strain will come away with it. Plymouth with their first possession. Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot of those tonight on New Prairie. Just underway, Trey Hall with the basketball, trying to get somebody to move. A lot of standing around right now, and Ray will pop out and get it. Now the movement starts. Strain all the way over to Ellery on the other side. Hall pops out, hands it off to Ray, top of the key, Ellery. He'll give it back to Ray. Davis into the corner all alone. Strain for three, in and out. Rebound kept alive. Ellery gets a hold of it. Good job by Michael Sheely keeping that one alive. Ellery got the tip, and now Plymouth with another shot at it. Strain goes to the paint, kicks in the corner to Hall. Right side, he'll bring it back to the middle and kick it back into the corner to Strain. Posting up is Sheely. Strain for three, and that's three points. Plymouth ahead, three zip. That's some really good ball movement there. Sheely with a nice assist. Once again, those interior guys really passing the ball extremely well. Yeah, it's really made Plymouth's offense more dynamic this year. Gonzalez with it. New Prairie trying to answer with 6.30 left in the first. Clute has it over to uh, 
Staley. Cole Staley working on strain. He is a very solid-looking young man. Gets into the paint, forces one up. Won't fall, and Easton Strain will come away with his second rebound. Brings it across himself, gets it over to Hall, right side to Ray. Top of the key, Strain, looking for somewhere to go. Goes right side to Hall on the wing. Dribbles it a little bit, gives it to Ray in the corner who dribbles it out just a few steps, gives it up to Strain at the top of the key. Back to Ray, had a look at three, gave it up. He'll pass it to Sheely on that right wing. A lot of patience here. That's exactly what you want to see from this Plymouth offense. Ray, shot fake from the top of the key. He'll give it to Strain on the right wing. He'll try the baseline, kicks it to Sheely. Lost the handle, chases it down. Now he'll give it up to Ellery. Goes into the paint, has it knocked away. So a minute possession ends up empty on the turnover. And now Clute will bring it over. Right side goes to Staley. He'll turn and face. Nothing there. Top of the key. Now gets it over to Clute on the right wing. Looking for somebody cutting through. Nobody there. Clute will bring it all the way back out to the timeline. They'll try it again. Yeah, they're setting up a lot of screens, double screens, to look for open three-pointers right now. That's going to be Staley for a look at three. Off the back of the rim. Rebound fought for and... I think we're going to have a foul. I'm not sure where it was, but I think Sheely's going to pick it up. No, it's going to be on New Prairie. I'm going to give that one to Trent Platts. I didn't see that kind of yeah, contact. That's, that's usually contact that's going to get away in this kind of game. Well, in New, with New Prairie and Plymouth, he... <laughs> yeah, there's usually some some bruises and some blood. Usually, if there's no, if you don't draw blood, it's not a foul. Sheely on the block at Ellery. Corner, strain for another three. Bang. Great job by Eller. He got that pass. They came with the double team, and he dropped it off right away into the corner. 6-0 Plymouth. 4.30 to play in the first. Drive by Jonas. Can't get anything. He'll kick it back out, tipped away. New Prairie will have it out of bounds over in front of the scorer's bench. Got 4.26 to play in the first. It's 6 to nothing Plymouth. Exactly the kind of start you want. Great kind of, job defensively. Kind of game you thought you were going to get. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pass comes in to Clute. He'll go back to the left side. Works on Ray. Gets a pick. Now in the corner to Gonzalez. He's picked up instantly by Sheely. Now Clute, top of the key to Staley. Thought about taking it from the volleyball line. He'll give it to Clute instead. Sheely on him. He'll get past him into the paint. Lays it up and in. Trenton Clute with the first bucket for New Prairie. Six to two now. Sheely on the baseline left side. Top of the key strain. He'll try the drive. Kicks it to Sheely. Ten footer for Michael. Bang. Michael Sheely with a bucket. He's starting to become automatic from those little mid-range jumpers. He's starting to look for him too. And he yeah. had, he that wasn't the case until a couple of weeks ago. And he's scoring. And now he draws a charge. Couple back to back great plays by Michael Sheely. Setting the tone tonight. Stood in front of Staley, and he'll get the foul. 8-2, to two, Plymouth with the basketball, 3.30 to play in the first quarter. Trey Hall will bring it down very deliberately and wait for everybody to start sorting it out. Ellery on the left wing. Goes right side. Ray will take the three. Boom. What are you talking about? Hot. 
Davis Ray now throws one in, 11-2 Plymouth. No better time to be getting hot right now. And we've seen what happens when you jump out to this kind of a lead, too. Yep. Staley pushes his way into the paint, travels with it. First turnover for New Prairie. Yeah, there just really isn't a lot of fire out of New Prairie tonight. I kind of expected them to come out wanting to set the tone last home game of the year, and defensively there's been a little lackluster. Been a little lackluster on both ends of the floor. Oh, yeah, actually. no doubt. Ray, right wing, he'll bring it back out. Should say they come in at nine and twelve as well as Plymouth in this game. Hall take the three from the corner and he hits one. Trey Hall with three makes it fourteen to two. Plymouth. Plymouth becomes a very difficult matchup if Trey Hall is making threes and Michael Shealy's hitting pull up jumpers. Staley with it on the right side. He'll look for somebody in the corner. He's got Gonzalez Trey all over him. Tries to take it to the middle. Now he'll back it out. Kills the dribble. He needs help. Now Trey going to come and get him. Ray gets a hand on the pass. Clute gets it back. Staley from the corner for three. Great box out by Bo Ellery and Sheely allows Ray just to pick the ball up off the ground. Now Strain, right right corner, gets it to Hall, top of the key. Ellery takes it to the middle, gives it up to Strain for three more. Wow. That's got to bring a timeout. That's a great start, Rusty. Well, absolutely on fire. We've got a timeout, 17-2 to the score. Take a 30-second break. We'll be right back. Are you tired of coming up the driveway staring at a rusty, broken-down garage door? Does your front entry door need an upgrade? If so, call D.C. Garage Doors and Entry in Plymouth. They sell, install, and service doors all over northern Indiana. Whether it's residential, commercial, business, or industrial, the professionals at D.C. Garage Doors offer quality workmanship and have become the largest overhead door company in the area. D.C. Garage Doors and Entry is the right choice for all your door needs. Urban, and it is 17-2 here. Plymouth with the lead they have hit. Five threes so far. That's best start we've seen out of the Pilgrims this year. And we've seen what a good start like this does. We've been on the other end of a few of these. Yeah, no doubt. Devin Kalicki on the floor. And also Reese Lapzinski. He'll have the basketball top of the key strain. Loses the handle, recovers it, gives it up to Kalicki. He'll take it to the paint, give it up to Trent Platts, who gets the bucket. And back on the board, New Prairie at 17-4. Minute 23 in the first period. Off the screen, Ray. <laughs> Might be one of those nights, Rusty. This guy's unconscious. Ray from way downtown. Boom, and it's 24 Minute seven to play in the first Plymouth with the lead. Kalecki has it knocked away by Hall. Knocks it out of bounds. Going to stay New Prairie basketball, but Trey Hall expending some effort on that defensive end right now. Yeah, and you love that because if you're going to extend this extend this game and win it, you need to keep the defensive effort up because that's what's gotten you, you know, keeping them at four points then hitting open shots. You can beat a lot of teams doing this. Trey will take a seat here with a minute left in the first, get himself a blow. I'm sure he'll be back really quickly in the second. Kobe Walters comes out for him. Gonzalez gets the inbound pass. New Prairie under a minute. They trail it 20-4. to four. 
Labzinski trying to drive on strain. Kicks it in the corner to Platts. Now Kalicki top of the key. Starts to drive, gives it up. Now has Labzinski on the baseline. He kicks it over in the corner. Kalicki for three. Doesn't hit it. Knocked out of bounds. 37 seconds. It'll belong to Plymouth. I think we actually have a foul called here. Well, I tell you what, I, it was a foul, but they're calling it tight. Yeah, yeah, you're completely right. But Plymouth so far hasn't fouled him, and that's that's a very good job. No fouls, and I don't know if we've turned the ball over either. We Might have very one turnover. Game. One turnover by both teams so far. 30 seconds left in the first Plymouth with a 20-4 to lead. I'd be surprised if you see more than one shot from here on out. Plymouth pulls it out. It's the same offense they always run, but they call it start high. They bring it all the way out yep. to the free throw line, and they pretty much just use it to kill time. They want to score. They'll do what they just did now. Everybody goes down along the baseline. Walters, 10-footer, in the paint, won't fall. Sheely tries to tap it in. Oh, that, that was a triple dribble by Lapsinski. <laughs> He'll get the shot off, but it's the backboard, nothing else. It is the end of the first quarter. Plymouth jumps out to a 20-4 to lead. We'll be right back after this. Are you in pain from injury or arthritis? What if there was a place that could meet all of your orthopedic needs? A place where you're treated like a person? What if that place wasn't in Chicago or Indianapolis? There is such a place. Rochester Orthopedics, your regional orthopedic specialist. When you're looking for comfort and relief, remember, trust the board-certified and fellowship-trained surgeons Dr. Lisa Ronback and Dr. Jeffrey Sheedy at Rochester Orthopedics. Call for an appointment today, 574-223-9525, and come to expect the best. Marshall County Fire. Fiber is in partnership between Marshall County RDMC and Rochester Telephone Company. Fiber is the fastest trained team dedicated to the highest levels of customer service and workmanship. With expertise in rotary well drilling, submersible and jet pump repair and installation, they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So for all your well needs, call Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated, 936-6239, where 100% satisfaction is a must. Back at New Prairie High School, I almost said Northwood for some reason, and if I had, I would have scared myself saying that. Uh, 20-4, to four. boy, they're playing good. Aren't yeah, they? they are, and man, this is, you've seen this coming because they've been playing some really good ball yeah. at stretches, and now it's just all coming together. Plymouth will have it out of the quarter break. A little bit more effort on defense here. I have a feeling that was a point of contention in the huddle. Yeah, now a wild pass by Strain, taken away by Lapsinski. He'll bring it into the paint, rolls it off the ground, and Clute with a shot on the rebound is Kalecki. He gets killed. No call. Up quickly to Ellery as Ray comes away with a rebound on that one. He'll get the pass coming back over, and now Kobe Walters will start the offense. Just underway in the second, 20-4 Plymouth. Sheely, right wing. Looking at Ellery on the block, nothing there. Strain in the left corner off the front of the rim. Rebound on the ground. Ellery comes away with it. Forces his way in. Has it blocked. And Labzinski will come away with it. This is a different team right now. Yeah, there's a little more fire in the team wearing white right now. Clute working right side, top of the key. Labzinski toss underneath. Goes to... uh, uh, Jaden Clemens, he can't hit it. Sheely comes away with a rebound. Up quickly, Ellery in the corner. Kobe Walters for three. Off the back of the rim. 
Ellery gets another rebound. Now Walters will take it on the left wing, give it up to Strain. Easton trying to paint. Nothing there. Hands it to Ellery. Now guarded really closely by Clute. He'll take it and hand it off to Walters. Brings it back right wing to Strain. He'll try to drive. Baseline has the shot blocked. Gets his own rebound. Gives it up to Ray. East, or, uh, Davis will bring it out to the top of the key. On the block to Sheely. Kicks it back to Strain. Drive back to Sheely. 10-footer. Off the back of the rim. As hot as they were in the first. They're cold now. Griffiths with the rebound, and Davis Ray will get a foul. Yeah, just try and make a play on a jump ball and end up getting it ripped away. But, you know, it's a solid possession by Plymouth. You use a full minute, you get a good look at the, the basket, you know, about 10 feet away, and you know, it didn't fall, but those are the kind of possessions you want when you're up 16. That's the deal right now is you just want you just want to yeah, you the clock's your friends. Clock. So. There's a steal by Walters. Tries to go to the other end, gets it to Ellery for the layup in transition. Steal and an assist for Walters' bucket for Ellery. It's 22-4. Put within some full court pressure here. Steal by Sheely. He's going to try to go end to end. He'll lay it up. Can't hit the layup. Rebound to Ellery, and he got fouled by Labzinski. When Michael Sheely just got to be under control a little more when you go under there. Got a little too far under the basket. You know, I think he might have had visions of dunk. I think that was absolutely <laughs> on his head. There is no question in my mind. He was trying to set his feet up to go up and dunk it. Yeah, but, you know, it's great use of the press to just mix things up, to throw, you know, throw it at New Prairie, and it works. Get a couple turnovers and some good looks at the basket. Paul in quickly to strain for a 10-footer. Now there's that play again. Yep. 24-4. We hadn't seen it for a few weeks. Now somebody finally fell asleep on it again. One with, with the lead. Prairie with a basketball. Off the pick is Staley in the paint for a 10-footer. He buries it. Cole Staley with a bucket. Makes it 24-6. Yeah, I think New Prairie needs to look for more of that. They just have not gotten the ball inside much. Full court pressure. Hall will break it. And Plymouth will start to half court. Preston Wolf on the floor now. Kobe Walters, dangerous pass by Sheely. Walters able to get it now. Wolf for three off the front of the rim. Trey Hall knocks the rebound away, and Trenton Clute will come away with the loose ball. Prairie with it, 24-6. They trail it, 4.53 in the half. Coming over the middle is Staley. He'll back his way in. Definitely a foul there as Sheely just kind of hooked him. Yeah, he knew right away, too. It's a little too much body with it, but it's he'd rather be physical. And you, know, you only have two fouls, so you might as well play physical until they got, call it. Got in there and got his feet out of position and kind of grabbed him with his elbow. If yeah. He do that. Down on the baseline, Staley walks on the baseline. Turnover for New Prairie, just the second for them. That's great defense by Trey, though. Stays in front of him with his feet. He has nowhere to take the ball except for out of bounds. Use that out of bounds line as another defender. Walters will bring it up now. Being guarded by Labzinski, just picks his pocket. I don't know what he was, don't know what Kobe was thinking about there. Quick pass and transition to Clemens. He gets fouled on the way to the basket. I don't, Kobe just dribbled it right into his hands. Yeah, I think he wanted to go for a crossover, and I think you know uh, the defender stepped in front of him at the same time, and he got caught. Couldn't go anywhere with it. 
second turnover for Plymouth, and now Clemens will shoot some free throws. First one is up. That one is no good. Came off a little sideways. That's an interesting finish to that shot. Yeah. A little unorthodox. It certainly is. Clemens will get the second one. That one is up, and that one is good. So Clemens, one for two from the line. It's 24-7, Plymouth. Davis Ray dribbles it across. Now double team quickly to Hall. Back to Ray. Top of the key. As strain at the free throw line. Now Ray thought about the three from the left wing. Gives it up to Hall. Preston Wolf off the pick. Back to Hall. He'll try the baseline. Gives it up to Sheely. Cross court to Wolf. Corner to strain. Good ball movement by Plymouth tonight. Really done a nice job of reversing the floor. Ray works left side. He'll throw it all the way over to Wolf on the right side. He'll bring it back to the middle and give it to Sheely. 3.45 to play in the half. Hall, Staley all over him, all the way out at the 10-second line. He'll back off. And they're going to let him stand there a while. Now he'll give it up to Wolf to strain. Plymouth in absolutely no hurry here. Strain will take it to the paint, misses the layup. Rebound comes down to Platts. New Prayer, the chance to cut into this lead. They trail 24-7, 3-19 in the half. Lapzinski into the paint, kicks it to Clemens. He can't hit the 10 footer That is not good. Trey Hall up for the rebound. Whew. Platts. Slapped at it. Trey was in midair, and the result was he literally got slammed to the ground head first. Yeah, he got spiked pretty hard. The back of the head, and he's not he's not coming back. He can't even walk off under his own power. Yeah. Joel Grindle having to carry him. No, he just said so mouth it's my back. Let's hope it's his back because he was weaving. Yeah, he's grabbing at that lower back. That Oh, gosh. I thought he hit the back of his head. If that's the case, I was amazed that he even was still conscious. Yeah. Because he hit that floor really hard. Okay. Caleb Bowling back tonight. It's good to see him back in uniform. 24-7, 3-10 to play in the half. Plymouth with the basketball off the foul. Easton Strain with it. Has Wolf off the pick on the left side. Ellery pops out, gets the pass. Thinking about the drive. Gives it up to Bowling instead. Caleb goes to the paint. Kicks it to Ray. He'll take the wide open three. In and out. Ellery tries to the rebound. It's going to be off his hands, and it'll go to New Prairie. Plymouth having a little trouble in this quarter putting it down. Yeah, but the defensive effort is still there, Rusty, and that's what's keeping this big lead. 24-7, You're right, New Prairie, even though Plymouth is having trouble shooting the basketball, they're in the paint. They finally put one in. Corbett Jonas makes it 24-9. They've only scored. That is their uh, fifth point in this quarter. So while Plymouth isn't putting a lot on the board, neither is uh, New Prairie. Pass goes to Ellery. Oh, good pass to Strain. Just a little bit to the right. So Easton runs it down, gives it back to Ellery. Spin move in the paint. Lays it up. Can't get it. Tries a rebound. Can't get that. Gonzalez comes away with it for New Prairie. Staley on the right wing. Thought about going to the basket. Backs it out. Looking for somewhere to go. Has Gonzalez off the screen. Wolf right with it. 
He'll take the three. Wow. He had maybe one step separation and was able to bury that 24 12 you can see how they got this lead real quickly yeah they can shoot strain with a 10 footer he can't hit it rebound comes to wolf on the hustle play ellery can't hit a layup and the rebound comes down to clemens as hot as they were they're just as ice cold as that right now Long three, no good from Staley. Ellery comes away with a rebound. His third. He'll bring it across himself. Strained Ray. Shot fake. Corner. Wolf for three. Boom. It's a good way to get back on track. Get the ball to the assassin. Yeah, they've been running good offense. Just hadn't gotten that open look yet, and there it was for Wolf. 27-12. Minute to go in this half. Lapzinski gets a pick from Staley. Got a... uh, they think is a mismatch, I think, with Wolf on Staley. Gonzalez now baseline. Kicks in the corner. Platts to Labzinski. Staley thought about driving on Ellery. He'll uh, still think about it. Goes to the block all alone. Clements had position. Wow. Missed the point-blank layup. Strain with the rebound. Has bowling in transition. Wolf with a three. Off the rim. Rebound to Strain. Clements yeah. will pull it back. Got to play for one here. Yep, 15-point lead. Try to extend it a little bit more before heading to the half, but you got to be happy with where you're at. Easton Strain, he's got five rebounds already to go with 11 points. He's already in that double-double area for the night. 27-12, seven seconds. Ray to the paint, puts one up, can't hit it. Strain with a tap-in, went behind his head and somehow got it back up and in. That was crazy athletic. He was... Full extension with his arm behind his back. Wow. Somehow got enough on it to just tap it right back in. And so the tap in will make it 29 for Plymouth, 12 for New Prairie. We go to halftime. And when we come back, we'll be talking to the commissioner of the IHSAA. This is Plymouth Basketball on WTCA in Plymouth. U.S. Granules has been a proud sponsor of Plymouth Sports on WTCA since 2009. A local company with an international reputation, U.S. Granules has a firm commitment to the youth of Marshall County. They've pledged their support to the area student-athletes as they build their character and the perseverance that will create the leaders of the future. U.S. Granules committed to our community. What separates high school sports from other athletic programs? We keep education in front of athletics. I'm Paul Knighty, Commissioner of the IHSA, and I'm thrilled to introduce our new Assistant Commissioner, Janie Elmer, because I know she shares the same passion for education-based athletics. That's right, Paul. As a former principal, teacher, and Hoosier student-athlete myself, I understand firsthand how high school sports provide a complete educational experience for students. The real benefit of playing in the second classroom of high school sports isn't just about teams becoming better athletes. It's about them becoming better people, building character and developing the habits they need to be successful adults in life. Accountability, teamwork, respect, perseverance, these are just some of the life lessons learned on the playing field. It's good to have another passionate advocate for education-based athletics on the team. Welcome aboard, Assistant Commissioner Elmer. This is the second classroom. This is education-based athletics. This is your IHSAA. 
It's time for the Commissioner's Corner, an exclusive weekly conversation about Indiana high school sports with the Commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig. Now for an up-to-the-minute report about what's happening in the constantly changing world of high school sports, here's Coach Bob Lovell with Commissioner Paul Neidig. Welcome back to another week with the Commissioner of the IHSAA, Paul Neidig, our weekly conversation about all things IHSAA related. And Commissioner, what a great weekend last weekend. And the always exciting, action-packed, drama-filled wrestling championship once again center stage at Gamebridge Fieldhouse and did not disappoint. No, it did not, Coach. It was, uh, well, uh, 11,000 people were in that facility or uh, Gamebridge Fieldhouse on, uh, at the time for the finals on Saturday night. It was action-packed, as it always is. And, you know, it was uh, it's just amazing. You know, we have 11,000 people that make that pilgrimage to – Indianapolis on an <laughs> annual basis to mm-hmm. to watch wrestling, and they are they're fans. I mean, true fans. I mean, and they're so knowledgeable in the state. It's it's amazing. We talk about culture of sports and everything, and, and wrestling has a, a a passionate culture as passionate as any other sport that the IHSAA offers. It does, you know, and it's it, it's families that grew up wrestling, uh, right? And now their kids, their their sons and grandsons are wrestling and. And, you know, Coach, we're right around the corner, and their daughters are starting to wrestle in this state. And, you know, it's, uh, I think we're a very short period of time away, and we're going to be also celebrating uh, the women that wrestle in the state of Indiana. So that, that's coming. I think it's going to be here soon. Speaking of something being here soon, Saturday, the IHSAA Girls Basketball State Finals, the 48th annual state finals taking place at uh, Gainbridge Fieldhouse, 1A, Bethany Christian in Lanesville, 2A, LaPelle in Forest Park, number three and 3A, uh, Fairfield and Court in Central, and in the uh, nightcap, the 4A championship game between Fishers and Bedford North Lawrence. You've talked about this before, but of those eight schools – uh, there are a lot of names there that haven't been to a state finals before. Absolutely, Coach. Five of the eight have not uh, have not been to the home of the Fever at Gamebridge Fieldhouse and the Pacers. And you know, we had the meeting yesterday. I know you were there and also interviewed the coaches. And you know, it's uh, it, it's really fun when they come in and and you know they're attentive and they're listening and. You know, they're really excited because it's a chance for them to to win a state championship. Um, And, you know, I think it's – and right now our matchups look phenomenal for this weekend. I can't wait to to get to this Saturday and, and watch some more basketball. He's the commissioner of the IHSAA. It's Paul Knighting. And, Commissioner, I'm honored again to be doing the, the 1A championship on the radio part of the Champions Network. It's uh, even at this <laughs> extended age of mine, I, 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 I will have trouble sleeping uh, on Friday night um, after getting off Indiana Sports Talk because um, it, it's, it's a once-in-a-lifetime operation and situation for kids. It's so important. Important, and I feel I feel the uh, the pressure. I feel the uh, the drama, and I'm happy to be a part of it, and look forward to it on Saturday morning. Yeah, you know, Coach, and we're so blessed to have you and, and all of our talent. The radio broadcast or the television broadcast. Uh, one of the things is we've got basketball guys, basketball people, and and ladies that uh, 
that are on the call of those games, and they don't only get who's scoring the points. They get a breakdown of the game and, you know, what, what defense is being played and what offense is being played and, and how the flow of the game goes. And it's just, it's just really good to be in a state that has folks as yourself uh, that really break a game down uh, for our fans uh, and make it live uh, for them uh, on the radio. Well, you're very kind, and uh, I appreciated uh, beyond words being able to be with all of you on Sunday night for the boys' tournament pairing show. It was great. Greg Rickstraw is an unbelievable force of nature, and uh, it's going to be it's going to continue to be a tremendous uh, month, uh, weekends of great championship opportunities in the IHSAA. Commissioner Nidig, as always, thank you very much. I look forward to seeing you this weekend at the girls' championship. Absolutely, Coach. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to The Commissioner's Corner with IHSAA Commissioner Paul Neidig and Coach Bob Lovell. And thank you for your continued support of the high schools in your community. Investing in education-based athletics builds strong communities in a strong, successful Indiana. That's because when we support education-based athletics, we're not only supporting Hoosier student-athletes, we're championing the next generation of doctors, CEOs, and engineers, not to mention future teachers, first responders, and civil servants. I'm Brian Lewis. And I'm Chris Kaufman. We're both assistant commissioners of the Indiana High School Athletic Association. High school sports are the training ground for our future community leaders, impact makers, and world changers. When we invest in student-athletes, we're teaching them the importance of serving others selflessly. Leading them to become engaged, compassionate citizens who pay it forward and continue building a positive future for Indiana and beyond. Support the next generation of Hoosier Difference Makers by buying a ticket to your high school's athletic events. This is serving our community. This is strengthening our future. This is your IHSAA. At Co-Alliance Propane, we treat our customers like neighbors because it's exactly what we are. Co-Alliance isn't some company across the country. We're across the county. We work, play, and live right here in Marshall County. With programs like Summer Fill, Budget, and Fixed Price, you can choose the program that works best for you. Visit co-alliancepropane.com for more details, including 50 free gallon offers for new and existing customers. Co-Alliance Propane, seriously local. Once upon a time in a convenience store, a woman asked, which zero-calorie drink will I like more? The cashier said, I have a thought, Coke Zero Sugar always hits the spot. The taste made her heart fill with laughter, and with her Coke Zero Sugar, she lived happily ever after. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, unbelievably delicious. No trip to the store is complete without the unbelievably delicious zero-calorie taste of Coke Zero Sugar. Marshall County Fiber is a partnership between Marshall County REMC and Rochester Telephone Company. Fiber is the fastest internet around. New technology is developed each day to digitize much of our daily routine. But over time, adding devices to your home network leads to slower connections. With gigabyte internet, you'll be ready for anything. Visit marshallfiber.com to see if Marshall County Fiber is available in your neighborhood. High School, Rusty Nixon with Peyton Skirbin as we are at halftime. Plymouth with a 29-12 lead. And that first quarter has been a huge, huge moment in this. 20-4 at the end of the first eight. 
And as I said back then, we've seen what happens when you get off to that kind of a start. Yeah, you're completely right about that, Rusty. And uh, you know, this is one of the first times that Plymouth has really come out swinging and been the team to set the tone, whereas a lot of times this year we've had to respond to a lot of uh, great runs at the beginning of the game. So it's nice to be on the delivering end of that. And, you know, hopefully this bodes well for Tuesday and hopefully we can get it off to a good start in that game as well. But right now you're just focused on finishing this one out. And you got your, you know, I mean, we've been talking about this all year long, you know, Joel, especially, you know, we, we got to get out to, we got to have a great start. We got to stay with it. And like you said, we've had a, we've been on the other end of most of those. Yeah. This time you see what, what it does for you. And honestly, I, I hope it builds well for the rest of this season as well, because Mishawaka on Tuesday night, well, we've seen them already. If I remember right, they were one of those teams that got out to that kind of a lead and then yep. we helped serve the rest of the game. But Yeah, they just didn't look back after that happened. And, and we just can't let that happen again. So I think that's, you know, being addressed right now. And uh, th- this is the kind of start that you need if you want to do well in uh, tournament time. Plymouth was red hot. And, you know, we've heard that 100,000 times over the years, too. Shooting covers up anything that may be wrong. What a great quarter shooting for Plymouth in that first quarter. It would everything they threw up seemed to go in. Yeah, and it was coming from everybody too. It wasn't just one or two guys. It's uh, getting scoring contributions from all five starters and then guys off the bench too. And you know, earlier in the season we kind of talked about who was going to be the guy to step up and be an additional scorer for you know Strain and uh, Ray kind of taking over. And you've seen it out of a lot of guys. You've seen Ellery step up. You've seen uh, Trey Hall step up to the three-point line and be ready to shoot. Uh, Sheely has taken on more of a scoring role as the season gone on, and I think it makes this Plymouth team a lot more dynamic and a lot more dangerous than the first time we even saw Mishawaka. This has gone far enough. I mean, you remember Davis Ray was scoring 28, 30 points all, every game yeah. in the beginning. Now, he's still injured. There's still some problems with that yeah. knee. But the way everybody else, especially Sheely, who's become a scorer in the middle, Wolf finally able to find that shot the way we knew he was going to eventually. Yeah. Having those extra scorers has allowed Davis to not force himself to something he can't do. And, and I think even more, see the floor mm-hmm. and find a way to help these other guys do what they're doing. Yeah, you're completely right. Because with the way that Davis can drive to the basket, he draws so much attention to him and with uh, those other shooters sitting out there at the three-point line, if he's able to distribute that ball, it makes it makes for what we saw in the first quarter, a lot of open shots and a lot of points being scored. Davis's game early on was that drive to the basket, and you can tell there's he's just missing that little bit of explosion at yeah. the end that was the difference in the early part of the year, but you haven't needed him to take the game on his back and win it for you. You've got other guys that have stepped up to do that. You're finally healthy. You're finally hitting on all cylinders, and it couldn't have happened at a better time. Yeah, you're completely right, Rusty. And, uh, you know, they've really taken away the lane New Prairie has tonight. Uh, they're they're forcing Plymouth to shoot the ball, so that allowed us to get those open shots and get hot. Uh, I'm sure New Prairie might make some adjustments here in the second half. I just don't think they played as hard as, the, you know, what their standard normally would be. And I think Plymouth wanted that half a lot more than New, New Prairie did. I think that's, yeah, I think you're exactly right. And and it is kind of surprising. Usually you come in here, well, they play at your place. You're going to get beat up. Yeah, you're I mean, used to, are. you are used to getting punched in the mouth. And it doesn't matter the sport. That's just the way they play. And yeah. that's 
that hasn't been seen tonight. Which surprises me. It surprises me a lot, for me to be honest, because there have been times when this is literally a wrestling match. Yeah, I, mean, I can remember all the way back when my older brother played, I remember him walking out with bruises up oh, and yeah. down both arms yeah. just from uh, how physical this game usually is. But yeah. haven't seen that as much tonight, so we'll see if that changes here in the second half. Something tells me it's going to. Well, I think you're going to see them get out. They're going to have to pressure. Uh, I mean, they don't have any way around it, but we brought this up with Joel Grindle in the pregame, too, and we talked about it last uh, last around Tuesday. Go back to the Glenn game a year ago, and remember we had like 23 turnovers in two minutes of yep. basketball. That is, this team looks comfortable in those situations yep. now with the game on the line, needing a last-second shot. They look like it's run of the mill at this point. Yeah, and it's because they've gone through the gauntlet of a schedule that they have, and they've gotten used to being able to handle the pressure and attack it in a multitude of ways, not just relying on one way to get the ball up the court and one way to attack uh, pressure. But, you know, they've come such a long way, Rusty, and you just you love to see the way they're playing tonight. Well, you made a good point before we came on the air, too. It really would be good to see them win a sectional game or two. Win a sectional, for God's sake. To, to be a reward for these seniors who have struggled – through some really, really bad times. Yeah, and you know, the, the way they've fought and fought and uh, led this team this year, and it, there's been times this year where they could have packed it up and, and called it a season, but they've stuck together, and now they're playing the best basketball they've played at the end of the season, and that's exactly what you want. Well, I'm thinking in particular Penn the other night. It was it was about like this for Penn yeah. at halftime. If you go back and look at that game, you take that 20-2 first quarter or whatever it was out of there, they beat us by three. Yeah, it'd be a whole different game, and that's, you know, Plymouth, Plymouth has to get off to a similar start here in the second half, I would think. You get into that fourth quarter, and you're only trailing by three. That is a huge difference as yeah. opposed to trailing by 15. Yeah, exactly right. So we'll see what happens here. We got another half to play. We saw what New Prairie can do when they get hot. Let's just see if they can keep them from getting hot. They've got a bunch of guys on the floor that can shoot. Both teams will have their starters back out there to start the second half, and New Prairie will have the ball in front of the uh, New Prairie cheering section. Plymouth in some pressure defense here. They'll kick it into the backcourt to Clute, and Ray will pick him up right at the 10-second line. Staley on the right side, throws it back over to Clute, throws it over his head, and that's a turnover to start the second half for New Prairie. Yeah, Plymouth comes out and traps the first pass of the half. They throw it straight into the second row. So Plymouth will have their first possession of the second half. We're just underway in the third, 29-12 Pilgrims. Sheely pops out, gets it just off a free throw line. Strain going through. He'll get it to Hall instead out at the top of the key. He'll dribble it to the right side. Gets it under the – oh, Strain couldn't get it. Right through his hands. It's third turnover for Plymouth. 29-12. to Clute. Right side looking inside, nothing there. He'll dribble it over to the left side now. Goes to the paint, puts up a shot off the rim. No good. Rebound comes down to Strain. He'll dribble it out of there himself. He'll hit Sheely on the trail, who give it up to Hall. Plymouth's done a good job playing at different tempos tonight, Rusty. Strain top of the key. Now he gives it up to Sheely. Back to Strain. Takes it to the paint, lays it up, lays it in. He made that one look easy. He's having a great night. 31-12. 
Staley works into the paint, gets himself a short jumper, won't fall. Good job down there by, I think it was Platts. Yes, it was. Fought for that rebound and gets fouled by Ellery, and he'll shoot some free throws. Yeah, that was just a positioning rebound. Got got underneath the basket and it fell right into his lap. Tough to do something, something about that on a, a missed shot like that. First free throw by Platts is up, and that one is good. It took a couple seconds to think about that one. He holds the ball out in front for a while. He holds it. Once again, a little bit unconventional. Ready to go. Now he'll shoot it. And he misses that one. So Sheely comes away with a rebound. Pass goes over on the right wing to Ray. Now top of the key, Sheely. Hall pops out. He'll give it up to Strain at the top of the key. Thought about the three. Has Ray off the pick. Bang. Three-pointer for Davis Ray. He's three three-pointers now for nine points. The assist goes to Easton Strain. 34-13. 6-10 to play in the third. Platts goes to the middle. Hands it off to Gonzalez. Step back. Oh, my God. It's the second time he's done that. A step back three from two steps shy of the – oh, that's a shot. It's, it certainly is a and shot. he had a man right in his face. Trey Hall was no more than about a foot away from him. 34-16. Probably want to make sure he doesn't get the ball. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I don't know what we have, but we're going the other way. Offensive foul or travel? It's going to be strained with the foul. Now coming in will be Clemens for New Prairie as Platts will take a seat. 5.42 to play in the third, 34-16. New Prairie with a ball. Plymouth in full court pressure here. They're in that trap at 1-2-2 with Ellery out on top of it. They'll drop into it on the long three by Staley. Rebound will come down to Kluth. They'll have another shot at it. What Plymouth playing really good defense. They're making New Prairie expend a lot of clock in order to get a shot. Yeah, and they haven't had many quality looks. 5-10 to play in the third. Staley backing in on Ray. Nice spin move, nice bucket. Goal Staley. Four points now. Ellery with it. Has strain at the top of the key. As it bounce off his foot. And he tries to get it over to Hall, but tight rope in the end line. That's going to make Joel Grindle call a timeout, and we'll take a break as well. It's 4.52 to play in the third, 34-18 Plymouth. 30-second break. We'll be right back. Bowen Printing is a local hometown business established in 1943. The staff is there to help you realize your vision, be it professional or personal. Need a small order of wedding or graduation invitations but hate that extra cost? Well, Bowen Printing specializes in beating the big printers and internet prices. From banners and signs to envelopes, promotional items, local school t-shirts and apparel, Bowen Printing, downtown Plymouth, will surprise you. Give them a call, 574-936-3924. 
And we're back at New Prairie High School, 4.52 to play here in the third quarter. Plymouth leads it 34-18, to 18, and they'll have the ball out of their timeout. Ray will trigger it in under the basket, has Ellerick. He'll take the three off the front of the rim. Rebound goes to Clemens. Nothing but white jerseys around that one, and they'll have it back. 4.43 to play in the third. Clute with Ray on him. He'll try the drive on the left side. He loses the handle. Ray picks it up. Nice pass. He'll get it up quickly. Ellery on the break, lays it in. Stealing an assist for Ray. Straight to a press. Clute has it working on the right side. Cut off. He gets it back over to Lapzinski. Staley on the drive. One-handed runner makes six points for him, and it's 36-20. Ellery into the paint, forces his way in for a shot. Will fall. Clemens comes away with a rebound. 36-20, 3.59 in the third. Staley gets away with a double dribble, gets it to Clute. He's double teamed on that corner and got rid of the ball. He'll come back out and get it out near the volleyball line, working on the right side against Strain. They'll toss it in underneath. Mismatch. Under there with Ray on Platts. Platts can't hit the shot, and Sheely will come away with his third rebound. Plymouth back with it, 332 to play in the third. Trey Hall, strain off a pick, gets it back to Ellery. He'll back it out. He'll take the 15-footer off the front of the rim, and the rebound will come down to Platts, his third. 36-20. Staley with it. He'll work to the left side, Ellery guarding him. He'll get Clemens on the right side, back all the way over to the left. And that's Kalicki. He'll work his way in on Hall, left-handed hook. Evan Kalicki with a bucket, makes it 36-22. New Prairie scratching and fighting back into this game slowly. Trey Hall will bring it down. Waits for somebody to get open. Now he kills his dribble. He's got to give it up. Strain pops out to get it. He gives it to Sheely, who gives it to Ray on the right wing. Hall comes out top of the key, gets the pass to Strain. Sheely from 15 feet, threw it up in the air. and I think he was trying to throw it to Ellery. Went off the backboard underneath the rim, and the ball comes away to Clute. He'll give it up to Staley for three. You better find these guys. Making a run here at the end of the third, 36-25. They got it back to 11. Yeah, and Coach Grindle is not happy. They've, Plymouth has got, gotten kind of lazy here on both ends. Sheely backs his way into the paint, gives it up to Hall. Shot fake, goes into the paint, puts one up, and bounces around Ooh. every inch of the rim and finally drops. Oh. Trey Hall with a drive in the bucket, 38-25, minute 50 in the third. Clute. Over the timeline, directing traffic, he'll go to the left side. And then he just throws it away. Kalicki zigged when he should have zagged. Turnover will give it back to Plymouth. Reese Lapsinski will come onto the floor, as will Corbin Jonas. Yeah, Trey is he's a tough kid because he can tell he's still in pain on in his back. And he's been having him. back trouble all year, and it's because, well. Take a charge, you land on your back. He ends up on the ground quite a bit. You're going to feel that. Minute 30 to play in the third. Strain right side. 
Waits for Ray to kick out. He'll take it to Wolf in the corner for three off the front of the rim. Rebound comes down to Platts, his fourth. He gets it up to Labzinski. He plays out on the right wing. Wolf on him, gets it to the paint. Has a pass deflected, but it gets to Clute. He gets away with a travel. Ball goes into the paint. Rebound comes down to Platts. Whistle, and we got a foul underneath. And that one's going to go, I believe, on Ellery, which would be number three on him, and that becomes significant as you've only got a 13-point lead. Yeah, you can just see New Prairie's fighting a lot harder this half. They've been a lot more physical on the offensive boards. I think that's something they were definitely missing in the first half. Got by Platts is no good. He is now one for three from the line. He'll get free throw number four here. And that one is no good. Rebound comes down to Kalicki. I'm sorry, to Jonas. Now Lapzinski. Plymouth got a break, had him miss two. Strain has his hands on the basketball. Loose ball. Clute diving for it, grabs it. And a timeout to save the possession. Strain got in the way of the pass, but couldn't catch up with the deflection. Clute did, and then New Prairie calls a quick timeout to save it. We'll take a 30-second break as well. 53 seconds left in the third, 38-25 Plymouth. At Oliver Ford Lincoln, you heard the saying, the devil is in the details. Well, our experienced, highly trained professionals will do the job right the first time. And we'll even pick up service and deliver your vehicle after the service is finished. And we're no Johnny-come-lately when it comes to the automotive business. The majority of our staff has been here for over 12 years. We'll keep it simple for you. Come on in. Back at New Prairie High School, Rusty Nixon with Peyton Skirvin and uh, New Prairie will have it out of their timeout. Comes into Clute, he'll start the offense. Ray guarding him up at the 10 second line. 49 seconds to play in the third, 38-25 Plymouth. Off the pick is Staley on the right wing. Thought about the drive, gives it up to Labzinski instead. 37 seconds. And we're going to get a whistle and a foul, and that's going to go on Hall. That'll be number two on him. It's a little hand check. It's a tough one, but. Well, they've called it that way all yeah. night, though. I mean, it has been a very tightly officiated game. Plute gets a pass, splits the defense, and we're going to have a whistle, and I believe that's going to go on Ellery. Another foul. Yeah. yeah Trey's been, he's done a good job tonight of staying out of foul trouble, but. Still still early enough. We'll see. Okay, only the second on Ellery. I had him one for the first half, too, so evidently hmm. I'm right as usual. Staley off the pick, and he misses it. Rebound comes to Ray, and Clute's going to get caught. Was trying to box out Davis, but got that. When Davis went in the air, he kind of cut him. Yeah, a little cut with a little bit of hook. So it'll be Plymouth ball out of bounds after the foul on Clute. Full court pressure. Comes into Ellery. He'll turn and take it himself. Better watch out. Got somebody trailing from behind. Strain takes him to the bucket, lays it in. He's going to get called for a travel. Would have got a foul anyway. Yeah, he definitely would have. He went out of there, in there, out of control. But what about a travel? But probably should have kicked that one out. Saw a path to the basket. But I tell you what, Staley with a great job sliding his feet over and getting in front. 20 seconds left. 
No foul, by the way. 38-25 as they whistled it off for the travel call. Into the paint. Clute misses it. Rebound fought for. Picked up by Lapzinski. 10 quarter with six seconds. Full court pressure again. Pass comes to Ellery. His shot at the buzzer is too hard. Now we have played three. Plymouth, 38. New Prairie, 27. Hold on to your hats. We'll be back with a final eight after this one. For all of your auto parts needs, stop by Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts at 500 West Jefferson Street in Plymouth. Hoffman's, a family-owned business since 1929, is affiliated with Federated Auto Parts. Whether you need oil and filter for an oil change or a new transmission, Hoffman Brothers will make sure you get the right parts and service you need. Stop by 500 West Jefferson Street in the old Oliver Ford dealership and check out Hoffman Brothers' new location. Hoffman Brothers Auto Parts, open six days a week. U.S. Granules has been a proud sponsor of Plymouth Sports on WTCA since 2009. A local company with an international reputation, U.S. Granules has a firm commitment to the youth of Marshall County. They've pledged their support to the area's student-athletes as they build their character and the perseverance that will create the leaders of the future. U.S. Granules committed to our community. Back at New Prairie High School, Rusty Nixon along with Peyton Skirvin. We head to the fourth quarter. Plymouth holding a 38-27 lead. Now you begin to see why that first quarter was so important as we head forward. Yeah, you're completely right because New Prairie came out and really dominated that third quarter. So Plymouth's got to respond here. And man, Coach Grindle's fired up. He's not happy with a lot of the effort that, that they showed in that third quarter. Plymouth had nine points in that quarter while New Prairie was able to put up 15. 38-27. Paul with it. Has Ray. He'll try the drive. He'll throw it up. No good. Rebound comes down to Corbin Jonas. Forced that one a little bit. And now New Prairie with their first possession of the fourth quarter. Labzinski drives to the paint. Somehow Trey Hall blocks the shot. Ended up with it out of bounds. But got in front of Labzinski on the way there and knocked it out of his hands. So New Prairie will have it back, but Hall saves the bucket. Staley bring it in to Labzinski. He'll get it onto the paint. Now we got a whistle and a foul, and that is going to be on Staley. He tried to hook Ellery and get him caught down there on the block, and he ends up fouling it. Yeah, and he's still talking. you got to be careful with that ball, you know, slam onto the floor. Don't want to get called for anything. Not at this point, especially if you're wearing white. Ray, and we're going to have a foul as Clute tries to sneak in behind with that little punch away, and he punched his arm instead. So Clute will have foul number two, and Plymouth will have the ball out on the opposite sideline. Comes into Ray. Has Ellery in the left corner on the block. Strain tries to back in. He's triple team, gets it back to Ellery. Caden to Strain in the corner, brings it to the middle, gives it up to Wolf, off the pick hall. Shot fake, gives it up, now has Strain in the middle. Easton lays it up. Can't get it. Ellery with the shot. He'll get fouled. Ellery with the rebound tried to tip it back up and in, but he got fouled on the way there. That was a really nice possession by Plymouth. Some more good ball movement they had in the first half and a possession they really needed here. 
Third foul on Clute. He'll take a seat. Coming onto the floor again is Gavin Gonzalez. And the way he shot the ball, I can't understand why he hasn't been on the floor a lot more. Ellery hits the free throw. I think he's only shot it twice, too, and he's buried both of them. And he was defended well on both of them. Yeah. You couldn't have defended him, but it was a step-back jumper from 30. You don't defend that. Free throw, no good. And Clemens will come away with a rebound. His fourth for New Prairie. 39-27 as Ellery hits one of two. Into the paint, Lapsinski. As it pulled away, he'll pull it back. Gives it up to... Gonzalez on the right wing. Now Staley working against Ray. Top of the key, Lapsinski. He'll let the pull-up jumper from 15. Can't defend that either. You don't see too many high school players with a pull-up jump shot game, and that was what that was. It was smooth. All now as Ellery coming across the middle. He'll try the drive. Gets free. Forces it up there. Misses it. Lapsinski with the rebound, 39-29. Could pull it back to within single digits. That is huge. Six minutes to play. Spin move in the paint, block, ball loose. Comes up with it as Staley. He'll try the paint, kicks it to Platts. Now back. Joel Grindle not happy. Oh, that goes the end. Wolf's all over him, and Staley buries a 30-footer. They start shooting like that. It's not going to be a nice night. Cole Staley with the three. That'll bring a timeout. We'll take one as well. 39-32. Plymouth holding on to a lead right now. 5.58 to play in this one. Back after this. Marshall County Fiber is a partnership between Marshall County REMC and Rochester Telephone Company. Fiber is the fastest internet around. New technology is developed each day to digitize much of our daily routine. But over time, adding devices to your home network leads to slower connections. With Gigabyte Internet, you'll be ready for anything. Visit MarshallFiber.com to see if Marshall County Fiber is available in your neighborhood. Once upon a time in a convenience store, a woman asked, Which zero-calorie drink will I like more? The cashier said, I have a thought. Coke Zero Sugar always hits the spot. The taste made her heart fill with laughter. And with her Coke Zero Sugar, she lived happily ever after. Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, unbelievably delicious. No trip to the store is complete without the unbelievably delicious zero-calorie taste of Coke Zero Sugar. Back at New Prairie High School, Rusty Nixon with Peyton Skirvin. Plymouth timeout. They'll have the ball have to go the full distance of the floor, full court pressure. Strain able to get it into Sheely, and Plymouth will bring it over with Trey Hall. Guarded up by Gonzalez very closely as he brings it across the timeline. Works left side. Now has Ray popping out. He'll dribble it back to the right side. Plymouth led the first quarter 20-4 to this half. There's a shot by Ray for three, nothing but net. You talk about cold blood. Huge shot. That is big. 42-32. Lapsinski tries a drive, kicks to the corner, top of the key, Staley. A lot more movement on offense now by New Prairie. They're feeling it a little bit. Staley has Jonas. He'll try to drive on Ray. Gives it up to Staley off the pick. Another three. Pull-up jumper for him, 42-35, five minutes to play. Strain, 
walks it across, moves it over to the right side, waiting for somebody to pop open. He'll give it to Ray. Davis Ray faces, dribbles, takes it to the paint, lays it up, lays it in. Davis Ray, that looked like the old Davis Ray. Yeah, that was a nice little move, and he needs to keep, keep doing that if he can. 44-35, 4.38 to play. Lapsinski gets free. All alone, Jonas can't hit the shot. Wolf gives up the foul to save the easy layup, and he'll have to shoot free throws. Great job in the middle there by Lapsinski drawing the defense, and all alone on that block was Platts, and he'll shoot two. Actually, it's Corbin Jonas. I'm sorry. His first shot is up, and it is good. Yeah, they've really fought back here in the second half, and I, th- I really think Rusty is just because they're playing a lot harder. They lead the second half 20 to nine. So yeah, that first quarter is almost evaporated. Second shot by Jonas is no good. It's too short. Rebound knocked around, and Sheely will finally get a handle on it. Trey Hall with it now. He'll bring it across, hopefully. He'll get over the timeline. Now backs it out. Has Ray almost got away. Davis able to make a nice catch on that. Now come out and follow him. I don't understand that. No clue. That's an intentional foul. Doesn't he get two shots? Uh, that was looked pretty intentional to me. Grabbed it. Yeah, that was weird. I, it's like he wanted to foul. I don't even understand that. Well, he was calling for a sub when he was at the free throw line, so he must be tired. But I—that's pretty tired. If you just call the guy, I don't know if I've ever been tired enough in my life to purposely I foul. That, I don't know that I've ever been able to walk. You definitely didn't want him to walk back to the bench like that. Strain pass off the feet of Steely. He'll dive and grab it. Wild throw out of bounds. Turnover gives it back. 44-36. Chance to get this down to maybe five. Yeah, the way they're shooting the three, you've got to be careful here. Glymouth led by more than 20 at one point. They are really, and Lapsinski <laughs> drives straight to the bucket and puts it in. Six points for him, 44-38, 3.49. Paul has it knocked away. Lapsinski on the breakaway, lays it in. 44-40. Full court pressure comes into Hall. Getting a little more physical now. Still calling it kind of tight as Lapsinski reaches behind again. He'll pick up the foul. It'll be number two on him. Actually, it's number three on him. Yeah, those are always tough judgment calls for the refs because when they poke from behind like that, it's got to be tough to see if they get arm or if they get ball. Depends on what side you're on. But, yeah, yeah, if you're behind that play, it's hard to tell if they got ball or arm, just like you said. 332 to play in this one. Ellery will get it into Sheely. He'll look for somebody to give it up to there at the 10-second line. He'll hand it to Trey. Ray off the pick. He'll turn and face, wait for somebody to come out. It's Sheely. Sheely dribbles to the middle, has to give it up to Hall, who hands it to Ellery. Bummoth has had a lot of good looks, haven't been able to make him fall all of a sudden. Sheely thought about it. 
Now he'll dribble right side. Tries to force a pass into the middle. Boy, he got lucky there. Slapzinski got over his back and picks up the foul. Yeah, Sheely might need to be content with the fact that they're not going to guard him out there, so he can use some clock. Fourth foul on Lapsinski. That'll bring Jonas back. Clemens will sit down. Four-point Plymouth lead, Easton Strain at the free throw line. Plymouth was having their way in this one. New Prairie having their way right now. Strain hits the free throw. Free throw line's going to be huge down these last three minutes here. I think you got to be thinking stops. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, basically, if you stop them enough times down the floor, it's not going to matter. Second shot is up. That one's good. They've had it way too easy here in the second half, though. Very easy in the second half. Three minutes to play. Lapczynski with Ray on him. Got some guys that are really good off that first step, like Lapczynski. He is lightning quick off the dribble. Gonzalez now with it. We've seen him step back and hit one from there. Plute, Lapczynski for three. All over the rim and comes down to Ray. Good possession for Plymouth on defense. Ray has Hall, 235 to play in this one. Six-point Plymouth lead. Ellery, right side. Joel Grindle not happy at all. No. Ray with it. Now strain. Turns and faces. Staley on him. He'll give it to Sheely. He's guarded by Lapzinski. Hall with it now. Gonzalez on him. He'll get it to Ray. Dangerous pass. Double team. Ray splits it. Has Ellery. He'll go to the baseline, lays it up and in. Good job by Caden Ellery. Yeah, it's a great job getting there and finishing at the rim. Perfect possession. 48-40, Lapzinski switches off strain on him now. He'll go to the paint, kicks it over the other side. Ray with a perfect read, gets a deflection and the steal for Plymouth. And I already, well, yeah, I guess with a minute 50, you probably want to start fouling now as Staley just grabs Ray yeah, maybe. and he'll put him at the free throw line. And you'd almost like to go for a steal first, but what do I know? That's why we're sitting up here. Yep, they, I know they put us as far away from the court as possible. Yeah, tonight. I know. We're clear up in the crow's nest here tonight. <laughs> kind of like it, though. Yeah, you're away from everybody. It's yeah. kind of nice. Ray hits a free throw. He'll get another one. Interesting. Plymouth had not been to the free throw line until this quarter. Oh, well, that is interesting. Second shot is up. That one is good. A lot of outside shots would probably be the reason for that. Not a lot inside the lane. Got a timeout here, a full timeout. We'll take a 60-second break. 50 to 40. Plymouth has it back to 10. Minute 50 to play in this one. Back after this. Here at Oliver Ford Lincoln, it's our people that make the difference. They won the President's Award for 16 years in a row. You'll get what we like to call hold-your-hand service from front to back. That's why we've also been voted the number one pre-owned dealer in Michigan. Our sales associates care about more than just selling you a car. They want to make you a friend for life. So come see us. We'll tip our hat to you. Montgomery Wells Drilling Incorporated has proudly served the Plymouth area for more than 40 years. Owners Kelvin and Tim have a highly trained team dedicated to the highest levels of customer service and workmanship. With expertise in rotary well drilling, submersible and jet pump repair and installation, they also offer 24-hour emergency service. So for all your well needs, call Montgomery Well Drilling Incorporated, 936-6239, where 100% satisfaction is a must. 
All right, we are back. New Prairie High School, Rusty Nixon, Peyton Skirvin, 50-40 Pilgrims, minute 50 to play in this one. And uh, Plymouth, I believe, will have the basketball. Well, it's going to be New Prairie basketball. Under their Plymouth basket, they'll have to go to the length of the floor. Pilgrims in that trap, 1-2-2. Two, two. Yeah, I think there's more of token pressure to slow, slow them down a little bit. Now they're going to back into man in the half court, so... You were right there. Make them use some clock in the backcourt. Hand off to Staley. Coming off the pick, Gonzalez. If that goes in, you know, say that. <laughs> he needs to go to Vegas with me if that goes in. <laughs> Rebound comes down to strain. And believe me, it almost did. He'll lose the handle, runs it down, somehow throws the ball <laughs> in the air. But his head went straight to Trey Hall. Sitting on his hind end, just threw it behind his head. Trey Hall was right there for it. Now we got a whistle and a foul in a minute 14. <laughs> that was a, a wild pass there. He's fallen have not, down. and haven't seen that in a while. But, you know, he knew Trey was there. We'll keep it here. He did. He had the awareness. 30-second timeout. I think he saw him out of the corner of his eye when he was coming down there in transition, and then he just slid to the ground and threw it over his head right to Trey. Yeah, good job of responding here late in this fourth quarter. Things got a little scary. It got down to six points. The The students are still down here on the court. They're they're pushing the boundaries a little bit here. On, getting yeah, into it, but hey, you got to love it. Last home game of the year. That's how it works. Yeah, they, they always love to let you hear it. A couple of things here. The JV won their game tonight, 46-28. to 28. They end their season at 10-12. and 12. Not a bad year for team that didn't know who was going to play every Friday night. Yeah, they, they, and they looked a lot better down the stretch here, too. Absolutely. And also, well, we'll wait till after the game. There's a very significant milestone that can happen here tonight, but we'll wait and see if it does. Easton Strain gets a pass in, and Staley will foul him right away. That'll be number four on Staley. Ten-point Plymouth lead, 50-40, to 40, minute 12. Now if you can hit your free throws, you can pretty much just salt this away as long as you keep hitting free throws. Yeah, completely right. And the free throw line has been pretty nice to us, you know, down the stretch here this season, at least for the most part. One and one here for Strain. Next foul will put Plymouth in the double bonus. First one is up. That one is good. Nothing but net. Easton Strain with a second one coming up. 51-40. Plymouth with an 11-point lead. Second shot is up. That one no good. Rebound kicked around and it'll go to Platts. His sixth New Prairie. Oh, oh my. Travel double dribble and they're going to bail him out with a foul. Yikes. Oh, no, I shouldn't say Bailey Mott. It was a foul. Oh, it was definitely a foul. Definitely a foul. Happened after he after he traveled, double dribbled with it. But he was, I'm not that's not a catch in the NFL, I don't think. That's the time he came up with yeah, it. Yeah, he was juggling it. And then he hit the floor. So, you know, did he take it all the way to the floor and make an athletic move? That's the, the question. He'll shoot the free throw. No good by Clute. Rebound comes to strain. I got him for eight. Now ball don't ball don't lie, so there you go. Why, where did that come from? My kids say that all the time. Well, ball don't ball. lie. That's where it came from, the game of ball. That's where it's just the easy way of uh, easy way of getting back at somebody after. It's always it's it's a great little chirp at the free throw line for sure. You're sitting there after what you didn't think was a foul and the kid missed the free throw. 
One minute exactly to play. Trey Hall at the line misses the first. First Plymouth miss tonight from the free throw line. He'll get the second one. And that one is good. Hall with six points tonight. He's started to score a little bit, too. Mm -hmm. That's going to show up on the uh, scouting report. Staley, baseline, cut off, double team, wild pass to Clute out at the volleyball line. Lapsinski now. He'll try the drive, gives it up to Staley. He'll take a long three in and out. Sheely with a big rebound. Down quickly, strain, heads to the basket, and he can't dunk it. Now he's going to get a technical foul, and Joel Grindle's going to be really yeah, angry. Yeah, he already is. Easton went up for the dunk, hung on the rim, and now a technical foul will send it back. Yeah. I believe that's what they got to call. Well, it's tough because he's trying not to land on whoever's below him, but. And it's going to be a technical foul on Easton Strain as he hung on the rim after trying the dunk that he missed. 52 to 40. Yeah, that's that's tough. Don't miss a dunk. That's all I got to say. Don't miss a dunk. Either that or quit before you have to go to practice again. First shot is up. Clute hits him. Because yeah. you ain't going to like what's going to happen in practice the next day. Yeah, based on Coach's reaction. Oh, there, yeah. Be, be yeah, he was very upset. 52-41. Second shot is up, and that one is no good. So, Flute hits one, misses the other. And now New Prairie will have it out of bounds. 32 seconds left. You feel good about where you're at, but still, that's kind of a thing that could cost you a game. Yeah, you got. you're lucky it's not closer than what it is because – like you said, that could cost you a game. I got a feeling if it was closer than what it was, he's not going to do that. But you know, you yeah, got still shot at it. It's the only time he may get to have a shot at it. Ten footer on the baseline by Platts. Tell you what, I would have loved a chance to dunk a ball in a game. Just missed a few inches of uh, vertical and height. Thirteen seconds left. Plymouth going to come away with a win. We can tell you right now what the milestone is. This win. And it'll be 52 for Plymouth, 41 for New Prairie. This is win number 100 for Joel Grindle in his career. And he couldn't look any more thrilled down there after that game. I'm sure he probably doesn't even know it. No, no, he, I don't he's think he's already making notes for practice tomorrow. Yeah, he's, he's, he's thinking about that that maroon and white right now, or whatever that Mishawaka red is. Exactly. Plymouth will move to 10 and 12 on the season, and Joel Grindle wins number 100. Let's take a short break and come back and sum it up. It's Plymouth Basketball on WTCA in Plymouth. Are you in pain from injury or arthritis? What if there was a place that could meet all of your orthopedic needs? A place where you're treated like a person? What if that place wasn't in Chicago or Indianapolis? There is such a place. Rochester Orthopedics, your regional orthopedic specialist. When you're looking for comfort and relief, remember, trust the board-certified and fellowship-trained surgeons Dr. Lisa Ronback and Dr. Jeffrey Sheedy at Rochester Orthopedics. Call for an appointment today, 574-223-9525, and come to expect the best. The Co-Alliance commitment to deliver on the best propane service available is unwavering. Their established local quality service is unmatched. Co-Alliance is owned by local farmers, and they deliver on the principles of hard work, dependability, and trust. It's not by chance that they've been around for nearly 100 years. It's because of their commitment to the customer. 
Earn 500 free gallons now when you join the others that have made the change to Co-Alliance Propane. Call 317-324-4457 or visit coalliance.com to learn Financing your home through First Federal Savings Bank is just the beginning of a long and friendly relationship. After your loan closes, First Federal will still be there to help you with any of your loan servicing needs. Lending specialist Gina Howell are ready to help you with your loan. When it's time to buy a home, finance it through First Federal Savings Bank at 2113 North Michigan Street in Plymouth or apply online at www.firstfederalsavingsbank.com. Borrowers must meet underwriting guidelines. A delivery fee will be applicable to the loan. FDIC insured. Equal housing lender. And we're back at New Prairie High School. Rusty Nixon with Peyton Skirvin. Let's sum this one up. 100 victories now for Joel Grendel as he... uh, Watches his team take a 52-41 to 41 win over New Prairie. Final regular season game of the year. Pilgrims at 10-12. and 12. What do you take away from this? Well, you know, I was just doing some thinking. Look, was looking at past seasons today. And, you know, short term, you look at this. Uh, it's a nice win on the road. Uh, you saw a lot of good things that you're preparing for. You got a tough trip in sectional on Tuesday. But, you know, looking at big picture things, you know, this is the first 10-win season that Plymouth's had since – the 2018-2019 season. So, I, you know, reaching that double digits, it's got to feel good uh, for Coach Grendel trying to rebuild this program to what it was. And, uh, you know, that that could be a baby step that, you know, could really be a significant milestone when we do look back on it. So, you know, uh, getting that double-digit win this year, uh, playing a really tough schedule, I think you got to be happy with where you're at heading in the sectionals. You do. And you've got some momentum going into sectionals too, but – you know, Mishawaka, they're the real deal. They're going to be a handful on Tuesday. And they play so hard. Oh, they, yeah. It's it's going to be a physical game. It's We're going to be fired up at the refs, I'm sure of it. And that's... Yeah, we well, we always are. Yeah, and that's the, that's the fun of uh, tournament basketball. You know, everyone gets a chance. And uh, I know I know Mishawaka's... Uh, they're not they're not sleeping on Plymouth in that Tuesday, well, in that game Tuesday. They're, you- they're going to be ready for them. You know, Plymouth ain't sleeping on them either. They've played once before already, so they know what's coming up. And we know what's coming up, and we'll go to LaPorte, and we'll see how it plays out. Thanks for joining me, man. Yes, Appreciate it. Yes, sir. 8 p.m. at LaPorte. That'll be a fun trip. Tuesday night. Oh, yeah, that'll be a real fun. There's no place I love more than LaPorte. Oh, I know you do. favorite place on earth. Uh, I know you do. So, anyway, we will see you there at uh, 8 o'clock tip-off on Tuesday. Don't forget. Coach's Corner coming up on Saturday, so be here for that. And uh, thank you to Jim back at the studio. It was <laughs> a little bit hairy there for a few minutes, but somehow uh, it was a strange night, but we got through it. Thank you, Jim, for taking care of that. And uh, thank you, Peyton. Thank you to you for listening. Have yourselves a great evening. I keep on falling in.